The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them, for then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, Go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourself treasure on earth, where moth and rust consume, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourself treasures in heaven, where neither rust nor rust consumes, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, please be seated. Well, I wanted to say first, happy Valentine's Day and Happy Lent. The two just don't seem to go together, do they? But there, here we are on February 14th, the lover's holiday, to be remind all of us that we are but dust, and to dust we will return. Talk about being at opposite ends of the spectrum. If you recall the creation story from Genesis, God formed Adam out of the dust of the earth. A reminder that God is our creator, and we are mortals. Our physical bodies have an end. Ashes are also a sign of repentance, and examples can be found all throughout Scripture. When God sends the reluctant prophet Jonah to the sinful city of Nineveh, the Ninevites respond to Jonah's call by repenting and putting on sackcloth and sitting in ashes. Scripture also tells us about Job, after having endured his trials and tribulations, repents before God with dust and ashes. And that's nothing compared to Jeremiah, the prophet, who calls for Israel's repentance by putting on sackcloth and rolling in ashes. I got a feeling they're trying to outdo each other with the ashes, don't you? Finally, Jesus 
reproaches certain cities for their lack of repentance and their unwillingness to put on ashes and turn to God. Since the days of the early church, Christians have adopted this practice of imposing ashes as a mark of repentance. Ashes are burned. They are spent. They are black and gray and charred and useless. As ashes come from burned palms used on Palm Sunday. Ashes are universal. All things put to enough fire and enough heat will turn to ashes. Ashes remind us that all things are temporary in this world, including us. Next to paying taxes, it is said that the only other certainty in life is that we all will, one day will die. We become ash, dust, and our lives will be spent. In the book of Genesis, God tells Adam, dust you are, and to dust you will return. This is what I will say to you as you come up for the sign of the cross on your forehead when you come up for ashes. There is no mixed message here. All human beings are given life, but at the same moment we take our first breath, we grow closer and closer to our last. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you will return. That's humbling news, isn't it? Death, sinfulness, repentance, these are the things that these ashes symbolize for us. Ash Wednesday reminds us first that we are dust, and to dust we will return. Life is fleeting. Time is short. And the ashes remind us that we are also fallen, and that we can't get up on our own. We need God's help. We need God's forgiveness and God's grace. We need God's love. And that, my friends, is the hope that is smeared on the cross and the ashes on our foreheads. That God loves, has reached through our sinfulness, through the grim shadow of death, to the dust and the ashes of human life. We may be dust, but dust that we are, we are loved. As Paul writes, we are accounted dead and yet terrifically alive. We have nothing and yet by God's love, we have it all. The Apostle Paul says, this too in his letter to the Romans. Nothing in this world, even death, can separate you from God's love in Christ Jesus. That's the secret scratched in ashes and imposed on your foreheads. Nothing can separate you from God's love. So as we move forward into our next six weeks of Lent, the 40 days before Easter, let us be reminded of God's love for us. Open our hearts to God's love in our lives. Turn away from our sin in our life and let God fill our lives with light and with hope. The ashes today begin our journey, but it's up for us to take the next steps. Let us use this time in Lent to really recommit ourselves to connecting with God, 
and let it begin today. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Amen.